Holy shit, motherfuckers. Welcome to episode 10 of Beef Sticks Podcast. That is 10. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. This is Ty Dillinger's favorite episode. And due to this, the whole episode is going to be nothing but top 10s. Top 10 Ty Dillinger moves, top 10 Ty Dillinger hairstyles, top 10 Ty Dillingers in the world. Top 10, 10 Ty Dillinger crowd chants. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, that one was really hard to break down and decipher. <laughs> it, it really was. It was difficult. <laughs> so many, so many good ones. How about, how about the ones that didn't happen every time somebody came out at Royal Rumble? I was very impressed. Right. I was very impressed. They managed to hold off. <laughs> or WWE did a hell of a job censoring it. One of the two. <laughs> and now the the ten chant has to has to compete with the two sweet after every uh after every two count in wrestling. <laughs> One, two, sweet. <laughs> Which, you know, is bothering a lot of people, and I don't mind it as of now. Too sweet sauce. I really don't mind it. (laughs) It bothers a lot of people already, though. It's fun. The what is what really bothers me. Nah, it's getting getting really good now with Alexa Bliss responding to it. She's the one who's bringing it back. This is all her fucking fault. But the way she responds to it is really nice, and I like seeing it. So, what all you want, I suppose. Yeah. Oh man, what? we should do we should do an all wrestling encompassing top ten of the worst crowd chants of all time. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Also, that's actually a very good one. I kind of like that. So, ladies there's, and gentlemen, there's a lot of them. There's a lot to go through. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. With this being episode ten, I have uh, kind of spoken out a little bit more on social media. About our call-in line that nobody ever uses. We have one. If you are listening to the podcast live from Georgia, feel free to call in and uh, give us your two cents. The number is 651-497-8266. Yahoo! Call us. Talk to us. Listen to our voice. Let your voice be heard. Get on the air mingle give us a call give us a jingle and if for any reason you're too shy you can always post in the comments section on our spreaker site while we're recording live and we can interact live that way any questions you have anything you want us to talk about anything that we may have overlooked in news in the week that we should probably mention feel free to hit us up and let us know hmm Man, what are you drinking today? I am. I'm just drinking water. Just water. H2O. That's good. You're oh, drinking... wait a second. No, I'm not drinking water. <laughs> Fuck that. I am drinking F Town Brewing Company's India Pale Ale. Um, it's a it's a classic IPA. It's a six point eight percent alcohol. Comes in the sixteen ounce cans that I love so much. And it is brewed by the F-Town Brewing Company in Fairbolt, Minnesota. Another local brewing hero. Very nice. 
I am not drinking beer. So to make up for that, I am drinking Bacardi rum and Nacho Mom's apple pie. Brewed with Madagascar vanilla. It's actually pretty tasty for an apple malt beverage. It's Nacho from Small Town Brewery in New York, New York. No, in La Crosse, Wisconsin. I just thought Small Town Brewery if it was like Right, Small Town awesome. Brewery, New in York, Manhattan. New York. <laughs> right. <laughs> the small town of, of Long Island. The small, small town. <laughs> it's very tasty. It's like fall with a fuzz. Ooh, with a fuzz. With a fuzz. Put a little fuzz on your balls. Mmm. <clears throat> so what's new with ya? Oh, not a whole lot. Just been uh, busy, busy, busy. Dog grooming is a is a busy business, so been crazy doing that. Wild demand. Uh, at home, I've been spending a lot of time with the kids and trying to get my lawn mowed. This whole, this year, 2017, my lawn has been mowed a total of 0.5 times. <laughs> so, um, and, and it's still trying and it's still trying. It's, it's been rough between busy work and all this rain. It's, right. it's impossible to get out there and do it. My lawnmower went to crap on me. I brought it in to uh, the repair shop, and that guy was behind schedule already. So I haven't heard back from him. I got a friend's uh, grandson to help me out. But then it started raining like crazy. He got (laughs) half of it done and uh, hasn't gotten a chance since. It's like, jeez. So that's been rough. Other than that, you know, it's, it's been busy. Uh, I did end up watching both Raw and SmackDown this week. Um, we had a fun little debacle with uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling's War of the Worlds between <laughs> those, the two of us. Those jerks. So that, <laughs> that, Why is there two awesome. of them? Why is there two world wars? Oh, I guess it makes sense. Right, Fuck, exactly. I didn't realize this was tying into history. Except for the fact that one involves Canada, and that just made right. no sense. Yeah, World War One was in Toronto. World War Two took place in New York City. Right. That was fun, though. Fun, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat Mac suggested that I watch the, the, the War of the Worlds pay-per-view, and I did. But not the one he watched. And therefore, we have... Pretty much nothing to talk about on the matter this week. <laughs> oh, we could. Yeah. We could. We could discuss both of them. But it would yeah, benefit we so much more if we both saw. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we can't really banter back and forth <laughs> if we both didn't watch it. Um, I can it highlight great, my favorite I... parts. I can definitely do that. Uh, and then we can also like get more into it like next week after we both watch the other one. <laughs> right. I just, um, you know, I, I don't get to watching, as, especially now that we're doing this show and there's so much that I have to watch. It's like I don't get enough time to just sit back and enjoy some of the the, the indies, the Ring of Honors, the PWGs, Impact Wrestling, stuff like that that I used to watch a little bit more. 
And, you know, and even this week when I was watching the War of the Worlds, I was like, you know what? This pay-per-view is good enough that if I don't catch Raw on SmackDown, it's definitely worth trading out watching this and not watching Raw on SmackDown. And yet somehow we both uh, managed to watch A War of the Worlds plus Raw on SmackDown. So pat on the back to right? sticks. Woo! Wait. Wait right, for now, it. Now i got to try to keep uh, that. <laughs> that was a laugh. They laughed at me. That was the wrong fucking button. Now I look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> now you just look Man. like people are laughing at you. <laughs> I know, it's so stupid. Sometimes it's like I'm on... Methamphetamine. Oh, not really, but you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. That, that was your button, no, I to I want to try to get back into the habit of watching more uh, NXT 205 Live. The new UK show is going to be starting pretty soon. The women's tournament is going to be starting pretty soon. It's like... There's all this stuff also to try to watch that's still just WWE. I know it sucks because WWE is making all these moves and it makes it so there's no time to watch anything else. But, you know, yeah, they're I, don't, cool. well, they're... I don't keep up on 205 Live or, or um, NXT every week, but I usually catch back up on it a few weeks down the line. It's nice that they're one-hour shows, so you can sit yeah. down and watch three of them in a row. Yeah. And being as they're cut up to be one-hour shows, I feel they go a little more smoother than a three-hour Raw. Mm-hmm. Because they're, I guess, because they're spaced out like that or cut up like that. I don't know. Or maybe just because it's better wrestling and better storytelling. Yep. That could be it also. Yeah, no, this, this, uh, <laughs> the UK show that's about to start is going to be the best and worst thing that ever happened to me. I can already tell you. <laughs> hey, Nigel McGuinness and JR and the announcing booth together. I'm sold right oh, there. Oh, that is so You know good. what? You could you could put them together watching crappy movies a la Mystery Science Theater 3000 <laughs> and I would fucking watch that shit. Speaking <laughs of that shit, did you watch the it. new movie on Netflix? Uh, the new series? Is it a series? I thought there was a new movie. It is. They, the they brought series. the series back. Yep. <laughs> okay. um, I have not gotten to watch any of the new ones yet. My son was really excited when he when he heard it was there. He said, Dad. He came, he came home one day. He said, Dad, did you see they got new episodes of that show you like? Yeah. <laughs> You mean Rick and Morty? I was like, which show is that? <laughs> I don't know. That show you like. He's like, the one where the people sit there and make fun of bad movies? I was like, oh, yes, Mystery Science Theater. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> I just love that. He's like, they made new episodes of that show you like. Yeah. I like a handful of shows, dude. <laughs> just a handful. <laughs> just a handful. I, You know what? I still haven't watched any Gotham yet from yeah, the, from the say, new one. That's exactly what I was just going to bring up. I love Gotham. I didn't watch this week yet, but I usually don't watch it till after the podcast because my pre-week is stuffed full of wrestling. Stuffed full of Tell dudes me. and speedos. Tell me about it. I know I try to fit my Saturday into being wrestling free. My Friday is usually pretty wrestling free also, but I spend a lot of time on Fantastic Fables, so it, it doesn't count, I don't think. <laughs> But I try to I try to get two days wrestling free. Yeah, yeah. I try to take the weekends off too. Like no no podcast work on Friday Saturday. But that doesn't always happen because I I'll find myself I at know, the computer right? and then as soon as I'm at the computer it's like I'm gonna do this, and I'm so ADD. Like lately I'll be like okay I'm gonna sit down I'm gonna watch some wrestling I'll get halfway through a match and be like okay now I want to play a video game, okay now I need <laughs> to find news. At one point this week I had. 
my because I have Windows 10, so I can have like four things on the screen at once, taking up a quadrant each. So in one point, right. I have a game up in one quadrant. I have War of the Worlds up in one quadrant. I have my one note with my news, and I have an internet browser window looking up things to to talk about on the show. <laughs> it's like holy shit, and then I find I'm not even paying attention to the da- to the to the pay per view. So it's like ah. Reminds me of uh, Back to the Future too when he's sitting there watching TV and he's got the six damn screens up there and <laughs> well, always there watching his TV. Hey, I always thought, man, we got to do a Fantastic Fables that? on Back to the Future too. I would love to do that and Rick and Morty and. Probably Pokemon. With if you. I if I did unless, it, I'd probably unless... do the trilogy and maybe even the 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 short lived cartoon. Just touch on that a little Hell bit, yeah. but yeah, t- you got to do the everything. trilogy. Yep. I mean, I don't like the third one, but if you're gonna do the first two, you might as well at least spend you know ten minutes or five minutes oh, talking just about the third about one. It. We could complain about the third one for days. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> could spend a lot of time complaining about the third one. <laughs> <laughs> I still, it still blows my mind that we that we now live like a few years after Back to the Future 2's future. I know. It's still mind-boggling. I still don't have a hoverboard yet. They keep saying they made one and then I look at it and I'm like that's not a fucking hoverboard. Shut up. <laughs> that always uh that always reminds me too of speaking of Mystery Science Theater. I don't remember which one it is, but of the classic one there. They're sitting there watching a movie and it's first starting and it's like in the year 1989 or in the future 1989 <laughs> the guys like, Ooh, it's our past future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have not got to watch any of the mystery science theater on Netflix. Were you a fan of the original? Did you watch the original at all? Well, watched, there, there was I a watched, remake also. There was like the original and then there was a remake in the 90s and now mm-hmm. there's a new remake. Yep. Yeah, no, I watched a fair share of it, but it's, it's I don't know. I, I don't know if I could sit down and binge it. You know what I mean? It's long. It's usually about an hour and a half of, of, of a show. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they do a whole movie. Right. So it's usually it's about an hour though. and a half-ish of a show. It's good stuff. I just I don't think I could binge it, so I'm just going to waiting and taking my no. time. I actually just started watching Bill Nye Saves the World, and that's only okay. Oh, yeah? And it makes me sad. Oh, really? It's good. It's good, but it's it's kind of boring. I don't know. It's not the same, but of course... It, well, hasn't he gone, like, super liberal now and whatever, yeah. and now he's, like, really political with all this shit, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's supposed to be takes a lot away like, from it if you're scientific. Yeah, it's 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 supposed to be kind of like Bill Nye the Science Guy, but aimed at the same people it was aimed at 20 years ago. So aimed at us right, in a not more the same adult age group, tone. but the same people right. that grew up. Right, and it's it's good, but I've only got through a handful of episodes. I don't know. With everything going on, I don't have a lot of time to watch stuff beyond homework, you know? <laughs> yeah, and Bill Nye was, was after my time. I was too old when he was on the air. I watched um, I watched Mr. Wizard when I was younger because he was still on, believe it or not. And then when um, Beekman's World was on, I caught a, a little bit of that, but even that was when I was getting old. And yeah, that I didn't was before like, Bill Nye. I didn't that was like, like the Beekman's predecessor world. to Bill Nye, I believe. To me, to be Beekman's world was trying too hard to be funny and not enough to be like logical. It was just yeah. stupid. Um 
I don't know. In hindsight, I've I've seen episodes recently. I don't hate it as much as I did when I was a kid, but I definitely picked sides and was a Bill Nye kid for sure. <laughs> what does Bill Nye have to do with wrestling? Molecules. Molecules. Yep. It all comes back to that. There are molecules in wrestling. Yeah. That is true. (laughs) Mm. Yes. So this week, in notable news and rumors, in an interview this week, Simon Gotch discussed the boys in the WWE Rocker Room watching the final deletion. Apparently, when Matt Hardy was on talk as Jericho, he slipped old Chris an advance copy, and he showed the boys in the locker room. Gotch had this to say. So we had a viewing, and Cena sees everybody laughing and asks what's going on, and we're like, oh, we're watching this Matt Hardy video. And he asked how it was. I said, try and imagine the worst thing you've ever seen WWE do. Then imagine if somehow it was good. <laughs> and he looks at me for a second and goes, I don't want to come in halfway. Please tell me when it's over. I would like to watch it. I could totally see that with the Miz saying it in John Cena's voice. All like right. <laughs> I don't want to come great. in halfway. Please tell me when it is over. Yeah. But try and imagine the worst thing you've ever seen WWE do. Then imagine if somehow it was good. Coming well, from know, a WWE actually, superstar. That describes it perfectly because, yeah. um, you know, like, try to imagine the worst thing WWE's done. Okay, the House of Horrors match. Now yep. imagine it's good. <laughs> oh, the final deletion. No, I'm kidding. I actually like the House of Horrors match. It uh, it wasn't Not, near as good as the final it's good, deletion. It's but. good until you try to compare it to to any of the deletion shorts. Oh, the junkyard dog is in the building. I can hear him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a new dog this week. She's a collie. Um, Sheltie. No, she's not a Sheltie. Oh. No. Uh, I thought that's uh, what you said. No, God, no. Uh, a, a, a Corgi. Um, Jesus. Lassie. Collie. Yeah, Corgi Collie mix. There we go. Tripping over <laughs> words that I had right there. Messing mm. yourself up there. Mm. Yes. It happens. <laughs> so what do you got in the news? Oh, well, it seems that Eva Marie will not be returning to Total Divas. That disappoints me, man. I God, I was really looking forward to seeing her on there. Wasn't again. she the whole reason you tuned in? Um, WWE has begun interviewing some other women from the roster of the show. Uh, one of the biggest names that they're talking to right now that has been thrown around is Charlotte Flair. Um, it's still uncertain if we will see Paige in the upcoming season either, but I think this is a big sign that, uh, Eva Marie might be done with the WWE. 
it may not the the red may be all over. All red, nothing. Exactly. Um, you know, I don't watch. I don't. I don't watch it. Total diva, so it doesn't affect me. I honestly tried to give it a shot. Uh, I don't like reality shows in general, but you know, ones that don't take themselves too seriously. I loved Flavor of Love with Flavor Flav. I had fun with that, and um, the Surreal Life back when uh, VH1 did that, where they found like C grade celebrities and and they'd they'd put them in a house together. I enjoyed that, so I tried giving it a shot. Um, I watched, I actually, I think I watched the whole first season. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, no, I've never, never been into total anything. No, total, total, um, they make... total Bellas, total fitness couldn't keep me around. <laughs> <laughs> right. Total recall they, uh, is they... pretty good. <laughs> the first one. Yeah, the first the, one. The, the... The second one with uh, what's his nuts was pretty shitty. Yeah, I didn't, what's I his didn't nuts went from he what's his nuts went from Colin being Farrell? like a really good actor. Yeah, Colin Farrell. He went from being like a really good actor doing a lot of really good things to just doing a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Yeah, I feel I feel bad. I don't know. I like him as an actor. He did good in the things I thought he did good in. <laughs> but the things I didn't think he did good in, he didn't do good. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, to- Total Bellas and Total Divas, they bring in good ratings, so, I mean, you can't knock them. They definitely... They're they're a positive. They're a very good, um, very good source of revenue for WWE as a business. Um, they're they're good ratings grabbers for e television. So I mean, all in all, it's good, and it's good to give some of the ladies just a little bit of extra time and and uh, camera time. I mean, even after this whole women's revolution. They still have like two minute matches and crap like that, yeah. so it's like it's 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 good to let them do something and have have a platform where they can express themselves and and make a name for themselves and not be hindered by Vincent Kennedy McMahon or or whoever else you know. Mm-hmm. It's a positive outlook out, outlet for them. The outlook is positive on their outlet. Mm. Yes, indeed. Uh, and other news, and very recent news, actually. CM Punk was just offered $1 million from Five Star Wrestling. To you get did it him- wrong. You got to put your pinky in your mouth, man. $1 million there from Five Star Wrestling to compete in their upcoming 128-man tournament, the Five Star Wrestling World Championships. Tournament is uh, June 10th at Liverpool's Echo Arena. They they uh, work with wrestlers like Johnny Mundo, Rey Mysterio, Carlito, Carlito, Jay Carlito, Lito, Lita, Carlita. 
All of them. All the best uh, Lidos, Lidas, and Lidos. Jared Leto. And Jared Leto. Yeah. Them, Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> so the big question is, will CM Punk bite? No. No? I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. It's a million dollars. I think. He's not making a million dollars in the UFC. Yeah, but he could make more than a million dollars just by going to WWE, and he's choosing not to. Yeah, but he's got the grudge against WWE. He doesn't have a grudge against professional wrestling. Uh, Well, if you listen to most of the stuff he talks about, he wants nothing to do with wrestling anymore. Wrestling doesn't exist to him. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't think... I think he's tried so hard to leave professional wrestling behind that the only wrestling way he's doesn't coming exist back to is him. to WWE. Wrestling is fake to him. Wrestling. It's still CM- real to us, damn it. <laughs> CM Punk is saying wrestling is fake, y'all. <laughs> hey, speaking of CM Punk, how about uh, good old Hideo Itami? With that little jab to him, he put out a tweet saying, uh, "Yeah, can't wait, can't wait for uh, NXT in Chicago, or can't wait for NXT takeover, and I'll show all those Chicago fans my go to sleep." Like, <laughs> oh, he's gonna get booed out the fucking building. <laughs> think so? Uh, I I don't know if I think we're coming to a point where WWE fans said, don't care so much about CM Punk anymore. You know. He's the, Unless they can chant his name and ruin a segment. Then they do. Right, right, yeah. You know, it's like the what chant. They yeah, but it's it Chicago the... fans, man. That's what that's what the deal is. They're in Chicago, you know. Yeah. And there's there's still dick hard on fucking uh on CM Punk. But I don't think that's the only thing I've heard him say, so I don't think that's really gonna affect him. And they are a hardcore wrestling fan base, so I think they, they're gonna love Hideo Itami. I believe they do already love Hideo Itami. Um, but I just, I just liked that little dig. I think it's, it takes balls to put a dig to CM Punk going into his hometown as a face. If he was a heel, it would be something else, but as a face, it takes, it takes balls. Oh yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes for him. I'm looking forward to watching it. That's uh, this Saturday, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, his, his career, his WWE career has been so start-stop. I, I, I'm I, close to, to giving up on any hope for, for him. If he gets injured again, I won't I won't have any hope. But the way he came no. back and the way the crowd still reacts to him, he still has hope. Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks he came back and got injured right away again. He's the damn, uh, he's the Japanese Daniel Bryan. So hopefully he can stay healthy now for at least a couple of years. That would be great. Oh. Alberto Del Rio went on another rant this week. Well, let me know what he said. <laughs> Well, that's all. That's all I wanted to say. He just went on another rant oh. this week. At this point, it doesn't matter what he says because he's just going to say stuff every week. <laughs> yeah. No. He he claims that WWE is bad for the wrestling industry because it is so large. It blocks out everything else. And we were actually just talking about this. And right. I could definitely understand where he's coming from. But uh, 
he could still be working for the company. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> uh, you know, but, but in fairness, in that same rant he went on, he did he did state that they're doing exactly what a business should do. Yeah, he said he doesn't knock them for it; they're not doing anything wrong. But that it, but that it is bad for business, and I would agree. I would agree. WWE is doing exactly what's best for them as a business. Yeah, they're the Walmart of um, professional but I, wrestling. But I think it's hurting them as an. Uh, I think it's hurting their art form in general. But yeah, and that's. You know what? If I was Vince, I'd do everything I could to squash all media. There'd be no radio. You know, he's already tampered with our shit. So you know he's already on that kick. There'd be no radio, no TV, no newspapers, <laughs> no books. I'd fucking kill all the birds so people couldn't sit and watch birds looking out their windows. I mean, I'd do everything I could to get every every bit of people's money into my pocket. So I don't blame the guy. But that being said, I'm still sour over him buying WCW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been better if he would have let Shane just run it and then have them be two separate entities. I think that would have been a very interesting time period. It, I mean, it would be basically the same thing as when they did the first original brand split. Yeah. Um, but you, but it but would it have been have a completely a, different group slight, of people. Like, yeah, I wouldn't bring any WCW guys more... to WWE at that point. I would have, I would have kept them on their show and I would have just ran it Vince's way. Yeah, it would have given it a little bit more legitimacy. It still mm-hmm. wouldn't be legitimate, but it would have given it just a little more legitimacy. I still wish Eric Bischoff could have bought it. Yeah. I think he would have at least helped keep it going f- for <laughs> for a while longer, if if not have it still be around today. You know, And you got to think about that. If that was still going on, we probably wouldn't have the network today. So we'd lose out on all of that. I, I don't yeah. think that would ever have happened. You know, it would... Uh, what would have happened to uh, Ring of Honor, TNA? We wouldn't have had them. So does that mean those stars would have ended up in WCW and WWE? Or does that mean we wouldn't know Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels? You know? Right, right. Y- you don't know. You can't tell. Well, that's why you don't fuck with the timeline. <laughs> Marty! <laughs> it's happening, I'm telling you. We're going to do one. Biff is buying WCW, Marty! <laughs> I want Rick yeah. and Morty to do a direct Back to the Future parody. Like the family uh, guy with just, Star Wars, but Rick and Morty with Back to the Future movies. Just watch, just watch the original Doc and Morty uh, yeah, short, man. That's, that's short. exactly what I it want is. it to be. I want it to be like a 30-minute episode for each movie. It'd be cool. I know that Christopher Lloyd loves the show. He's spoken out about it multiple times. He loves the show. Maybe he'll guest star on it someday. That'd be nice. You know, Michael J. Fox couldn't sit still. (laughs) He was so excited. (laughs) Yeah, he was so fucking excited. He could not sit still. Man was making moves. (sighs) Ooh. Another match has been added to NXT Chicago, the takeover this Saturday. And that match is Eric Young and Roderick Strong. Sanity will be fighting in Chicago. I think it's a good place for them to fight. 
And right. What about the the old school Chicago street fight? They need to bring yeah. that back. Yeah. It's just a Chicago. It's just a street fight, but it's in Chicago, and <laughs> I like the name Chicago street fight because it it sounds better than fucking Tampa Bay street fight. I'm sorry, it just does. You have to go and talk about gimmick matches, and I won't want to talk about a gimmick match that's best saved for later. That's phenomenally like earth shaking and earth shattering. Well, say- Save it if you want to save it. You don't got to let the genie out of the bottle right now. I want to say it. Kendo (laughs) stick on a pole match. Sorry, I couldn't hold it back. Kendo stick on a fucking pole match. Yeah, I noticed that that Vince Russo is is writing again. I noticed that. I was surprised. I was like, hey, Vince Russo's back on Raw. Do you think Russo's pissed? (laughs) Or SmackDown, I should. Or no, it's Raw. No, it's Raw. It's Raw. Raw. Yeah. Or no. Yeah, because Kurt Angle was the one who made the announcement. Yep. So it's, yeah, Vince Russo's back riding on Raw. What the hell? Which I, I am looking forward to that match, actually. But And they they haven't done an on-a-pole match for a long time. So Yeah. I just got, but you got to give them crap. You know, you have to. I think Bailey and Bliss are probably pissed off about having a pole match because it's hardly a stipulation match. And, and women are just getting kind of shoved back into well, their old categories. Talk about hardly a stipulation. They're having a fatal five way extreme rules match. Right. There's already well, no so rules last... if there's more than two people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the last decade plus, they've made up the rule that if it's four or more people, it's a no DQ match, anyways. Right. So that is an extreme rules match. So it's just a fatal fucking five way. It's not a fatal five way extreme rules match. <laughs> and then Miz... and they're plugging it too. Whenever they say it, they're like, for the first time ever, yeah. Fatal Five-Way Extreme Rules match. Fuck you. <laughs> it's just the first Fatal Five-Way. And it's not because, they, like, like no. what, what about a ladder? What, what about a Money in the Bank match? That's five people with Extreme Rules. Oh, they've had, you know, they've had Fatal Five-Ways so forever. Right. They did them right. in Attitude Era, and, and they did it in the uh, Ruthless Aggression Era. And they've and then how, yeah. about, how about the Miz wanting a, a stipulation that the the person holding the title can lose the title on a disqualification. That's not a fucking stipulation at all. This is going to be the right. least extreme extreme rules ever. You know, the other day, and I don't think I was thinking about extreme rules. I don't remember what I was thinking about. I Actually, you know what? I think I was thinking about Umaga. I was like, man, do you remember that uh, Jeff Hardy Umaga match from, I think, the first extreme rules uh, pay-per-view they ever did? God, that was a good match. If you I, haven't seen it, go back and watch I've it on the it. network. I really wasn't watching in the era of Umaga. That was when ECW had been brought back, and yeah, I wasn't wasn't doing it. Find find that match sometime and watch it. It's a it's a really good extreme. Like, I, I love it too because they went like backstage, which you don't see enough of anymore. You know, I remember back in the days they used to uh, remember Kevin Sullivan versus Chris Benoit in WCW, and they battled into into the women's restroom, like that was a big deal. I remember, uh, was it the Nasty Boys and Public Enemy were fighting in the back, and they got into the concession stands, and they were like pouring ketchup and mustard on each other, which doesn't <laughs> hurt anybody, but it kind of adds to the mustard like, might like suck anything if you get can in happen. Your eye. That is true. It, it it wouldn't feel good. Ketchup would also. It's got all that vinegar in it, you know. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like um, but yeah, the 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 Jeff Hardy Umaga one. I I just remember at one point, 
like Jeff Hardy throws him down a set of stairs and then he slides down the banister and, and does a baseball slide into Umaga from sliding down the banister. I was like, it's, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> they need more shit like that. They need, especially like on the, they do falls, falls count anywhere matches and all they do is go ringside and maybe they'll go up to like the entrance <laughs> ramp and they'll fuck around on the entrance mm-hmm. ramp, but it's, it's still like falls count in a few feet from the ring match. <laughs> It's like, take that shit to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, have fun with it. Get get out on the streets and go into a bar and start smashing shit. I miss those yeah. fights. Oh. They had uh, Seamus and Cesaro did that not too long back, and I think that's the yep. first time they've been in a bar for like a decade. I actually think that was the first time I liked their tag team was, was when they did that. <laughs> I think so, too. And that was the kind of... the. The stepping point that that made them uh, friends, and now they're heels. And I think they're. It's going to be interesting to see how how Cesaro does as a heel. I wish yeah. him all the best. Yeah, good luck. I mean, to he's Cesaro. He's been a heel as Claudio Castagnoli, but as Cesaro in WWE, he's he's never had to be a heel. And uh, you know, he's got a lot of his moves are are generated as a as a baby face. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it'll, it's it'll be interesting to see how they they do. Ooh, I'm interested to see how backlash is going to turn out because I can't believe it's already this Sunday. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I, I actually didn't even realize it was already here. Like, I thought there was still another week of build or something. Yeah, and, the only I reason I put it together was because they were talking about NXT being this Saturday, and I was like, oh, shit, they're always before a pay-per-view. Right. Well, like, usually, usually, and they're usually right with the big four, so I don't understand what they're doing. Maybe NXT's yeah. getting more. That'd be cool. This is I an mean, odd placement. If I have to watch a WWE pay-per-view, you could at least give me an NXT one. Or maybe maybe they'll right. like uh, rotate it. Maybe they'll be like a two hundred five live. Two hundred five live should have their own pay per views too. They should get at least at, at least start them out with like two a year. Yeah. At at, at WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Well, then time. you're gonna have the Don't week fish. is already gonna be so packed. It should be at at different times of the year, like uh, Royal Rumble and and. Um, Survivor Series, Survivor Series, yeah, because those those ones are usually pretty, pretty empty. <laughs> but or, or maybe even once they get the UK show going, maybe they should just rotate week and week and or, or pay per view and pay per view. What shows get a, a live event? But they should definitely be right. using the network more. I want to see more wrestling programming on the network. They have all this ability, see, all this space, you know, you could be doing so much more. I want to see more of like the, um, like well, when they'll do a house show that just happens to have like one big match on the card or something. You know, mm-hmm. they did the Beast in the East a while back um, with Brock Lesnar and they did another one that I also think was Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I don't remember, it's always uh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. I, it was Brock Lesnar. Wait, Beast in the East was Brock Lesnar, big show. Yep, and then they did Brock Lesnar. Um, oh, it was somebody stupid too, actually, that they had. Yeah, it was a really quick match. Um, it was Brock Lesnar, Kevin somebody Owens? you knew that wasn't going to beat him. Was somebody like Owens? a Sami Zayn or something weird. But <laughs> um, 
I'd like to see more of those. It's like, just put them yeah. on there. You know, just put a half hour thing on there. Do a couple of the matches before it and then the main event and just let us see some of them. You don't even right. have to really announce them much. You don't have to announce them on Raw and SmackDown or anything. Just put a little thing, little promo on your network. It's your network. Right. They already squeeze their own commercials in anyway. Just sneak it on the network. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. You know, at least that point, it probably won't wind up on YouTube right away. <laughs> No, it'd be good. I, I definitely want to see more content and and less like stupid shows because there's a lot of stupid shows that are on the on the network that just waste space. There are, but I have a feeling a lot of the younger people that actually use the internet more probably like a lot of those stupid shows more than we do. I feel like the I stupid shows the shows should be on YouTube, and then like give us some real no. shit on the network. I don't think so. I I think I think they need I think they need the stupid shows to get the younger people onto the network. And then the, those younger people's parents see that you can watch every WCW nitro, every ECW show, every old WWE pay-per-view. You can see smoky mountain wrestling and all of that. And then, then that's how you get them to actually subscribe to the network. So I think, I think there is a little strategy to the stupid shows being on the network. I could be wrong. Hmm. That's that's where I see somewhat wrestling related news. Hulu just put out a beta for a live TV program. You can get it with commercials on two devices for thirty four dollars a month, or for forty some dollars a month. You can get it without commercials. Well, with the Hulu portion, because of course the live TV is going to have commercials. But they're they're getting into their own TV broadcasting. Yeah, um, I recently upgraded my Hulu account, and they were trying to push that on me too. <laughs> and, That's um, a little. It's a steep jump. It's a steep jump. But yeah, it's not cheap at all. It's I mean, for the price that they're asking, it's, you might as well just do your dish or your local uh, um, cable. Right. Uh, yeah, because you're already paying for the internet. Point. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is cheaper than PlayStation View, which has been the biggest internet live TV source yet. So, the biggest legitimate TV live source. Yeah, <laughs> I think most people who watch live TV on the internet they they don't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would ever do that because right. I wouldn't, and no, I never. won't. Never. No, I got scruples. I keep them in my basement. I feed them to my dogs. What are scruples, anyways? Um, squirrel. is that like scrapple? It's like squirrel apples. <laughs> is that kind of like Rocky Mountain oysters? Is that just a polite way of saying squirrel testicles that you eat? Yeah, because you can't say squirrel nuts, so you gotta say squirrel like pills. like lamb fries. Would you like some lamb fries? Damn, <laughs> lamb fries sound good. Would you like some sheep testicles? What? <laughs> it's all in how you present it, man. It's all in how you present it. Oh, hey, how about this? Uh, this this Flip Gordon, this wannabe Flash Gordon. Uh, going off on independent wrestling. Yeah, this was some shit this week. Uh, it was and, he's, and he's an indie wrestler, which makes it ironic. <laughs> but 
Um, With the name Flip. I don't... (laughs) Right. I don't have the exact tweet in front of me, so I'm going to paraphrase. Basically, he said, every indie match is is high spot, high spot, flip, dot, 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 dive. There's a lot more to it. Exchanging Um, of punches and crowd chants of this is awesome and fight forever and right um, i do love the diving. fact good old will will osprey i'm surprised the young bucks didn't because they're big on jumping on anything to make money but um good old will osprey he already jumped on it and, and, and he he's selling shirts now on pro wrestling tees.com and the shirt just says dot 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 dive <laughs> <laughs> so i i love that but, um, you know, uh, Randy Orton jumped in on this. Um, he started attacking Bully Ray, uh, doing his uh, uh, dive, some, uh, something about uh, old timers who do dives and shit like this. It wasn't, yeah, um, that, well, it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, he was talking about indie rookies diving, not uh, old veterans falling. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, there you go. There you go. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Um and then he got uh, both Flip and Orton got attacked by everybody under the sun like you would assume. Oh yeah. Orton uh later tweeted that he needed to issue an apology and he said sorry to the indie marks, indie guys and old timers who do dives and took offense. I was just having a good time and having some drinks in Denmark, closing the SmackDown live tour while beating Raw and making over $5 million in the last 11 shows. Now, I know that doesn't equate to a standing room only crowd of 150 people paying $8 at an armory. But in the big boy world, that's called putting asses in seats. So enjoy your flips, dives, and 20 super kicks per match. To each their own. I will go dive back into my 13th title run and get ready to flip when my bank statement comes in this month. Dot, 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 headlock. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, at least he's having some fun with it. He's not uh, straight out apologizing, but he is kind of saying, hey, I was drunk and I'm fucking with you guys. And, hey, in my world... This works better for me and is more profitable for me, which is right. true. Yeah. yeah, and it might be, but I definitely have more fun watching uh, like Ring of Honor, New Japan. I mean, not, they're not necessarily indies, but I, I definitely have a lot more fun watching those shows. Maybe it's because I don't watch them on a on a very regular basis. So when I do sit down and watch it, it's like a huge treat. But well, I think I think you need both. I think WWE wouldn't be as enjoyable. If all they did was what the indies are doing or, or those kind of matches. Cause to be fair, that is not all the fucking indies do. In fact, we were talking about, uh, the, the pay-per-view war of the worlds and there was a, uh, T- ROH TV title match between Matt Seidel and Marty Skrull. And in my notes, one of the things I fucking wrote in there right now is, uh, great psychology, great storytelling between these two. And in capitals, I put not a quote unquote spot fest. So, I mean, they, you have all of that also in indies, but I think you need that. And at the same time, if the guys in the indies are doing the exact same thing that, that you see on WWE TV, 
why would you go watch the indies? Because you right. can just watch WWE. Right. They have to do something different. They have to try to work harder and stand out. They have to do more spots per match because their income isn't based on, okay, I'm, I'm automatically going to get X amount of money for the next three years. Their income is based on today I'm getting this, tomorrow I hope to get this, and if I'm lucky the next day I can get that. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that that brings to mind this this issue with with big commercial wrestlers and indie wrestlers and commercial wrestlers saying that indie wrestlers are ruining the business, are are destroying kayfabe, even though kayfabe already does not exist. Well, and then you have Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns fucking hugging each other out in uh, Greece or wherever the fuck they were. <laughs> So talk about killing kayfabe. Right, right. Yeah, no, I don't I don't quite understand it. And, you know, I think if I remember right, it, it may have been our first show, maybe our second show. One of the things I said is I want to use this show as a way to bring the WWE fans and the hardcore indie fans and just meld them into one. I don't even want them to come together. I want them to be one. I want us to be able to talk about the awesome match on Raw and be able to talk about the awesome match on the War of the Worlds pay-per-view. That, I mean, why, we don't have to attack each other. Why, why, why do that? Why are we attacking each other like this? Can't it be love? Right. Yeah. And, and, And just think how much ratings would soar if WWE could sign all of these indie darlings that are out there right now. You know, with their 20 super kicks a match and their high flying spots and they're fighting until there's a move that almost looks botched, something that could actually hurt somebody. And then the pin like that, that would be good for the business. And I think a lot of WWE guys are kind of jealous that they can't do that kind of stuff. But I think times will be changing. I think times will be changing because over time, all these guys are going to come through WWE at one point or another. Maybe not all of them. But a good Majority 70%. A good 70%, yep. I would say. <laughs> and to be true, you know, let them do this now while they're young and hungry. Because mm. in a few more years, I mean, you just look at any wrestler who who built their career off of doing that. Look at AJ Styles. He doesn't do near as much of that stuff as he used to because he's getting older. Your body just doesn't let you do it. As a man who's who's almost 25 myself, I can tell you your body starts wearing down. Yeah. Yeah, I, did. I was expecting a big laugh from you on that one, buddy. <laughs> you were letting me just fucking go along with that, weren't you? <laughs> You're like, okay, he's almost 25, sure. You, you can be however old you want to be, homie. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, let them do it now. And it's okay that in the WWE they don't because most of the people who finally made it to the WWE have spent over a decade on the indies doing this stuff right. and their body could use a break. And, and kind of the way I look at it, if you are coming in to the professional wrestling industry and you seriously want to be a wrestler and be taken seriously and make some money off of it, you're going to put your body through some shit. You know it. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. as a, as a wrestler yourself, there should never have to be a contract signed saying, Oh, you might get hurt. and We can't, can't be held liable because this is your goal. This is your dream. And this is everything you, you've always wanted to do. You, you put everything out there like mankind. Like, I mean, yeah, a lot of these people have gotten older and have been really fucked up, but I think 
the indies and the younger generation is learning from that, and they're learning how to do things that look better without taking nearly as much damage. Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. Yeah. And, and yeah, you, you, you have to. You definitely have to. But on, uh, on to other related news, uh, Flip Gordon has signed an exclusive deal with Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to be working side by side with the same people he just shit on. So that also makes you wonder, was this a work from the beginning? Uh, like I said, I mean, he's an indie dude himself, and he's not an old man. So, um, you know, was was this all a work? Is he Was he playing with them to, you know, and if it was, and he was playing it up to do a, an awesome gimmick, um, I would love it because I still think that WWE dropped the ball on getting rid of Baron Corbin's uh, I hate the indie darlings when he moved up to the main roster. I thought yeah. that would have been perfect, especially considering who's there right now with the AJ Styles, the Seth Rollins, the Dean Ambrose, the, the Kevin Owens, the Samoa Joes. All of them are all indie darlings. I mean, he could have went a long ways and kept that gimmick going, and they killed it. And this guy could be doing the same thing. I don't know. But I just I find I find it ironic that you know just a week after he a week yeah yeah I don't think it's been more than a week honestly uh, after he's been posting this shit all of a sudden he has signed an exclusive deal with Ring of Honor. <laughs> ah, right, put you right with the young bucks where all that stuff happens. <laughs> right. Next next thing he'll probably join the Bullet Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i'm very happy with their newest uh recruit you know i think i think the bullet club must listen to me because it seems like every time i'm high on somebody like they pick them up every i was i was i've always been high on aj styles i was high on aj styles always saying his praises he went to new japan they picked aj styles up i I'll was high what, on kenny omega every I time high i'm kenny high omega Every time I'm high, Ring of Honor picks me up. So, <laughs> damn right. I was high on Kenny Omega. They fucking swooped up Kenny Omega. I was high on the Young Bucks for years, like since the beginning. They picked them up, and then uh, I've I've been I think shit the last uh, month or so on our show. I've been every chance I've gotten. I've talked about how much I loved Marty Skrull, and how I'm upset that uh, Jack Gallagher stealing his umbrella gimmick. And uh, and here they picked up Marty Skrull. I just, I love it. I'm excited for the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club is doing what the NWO should have done. Yeah, very much so. And they're doing it right. And and when it gets to be too full and stuff, they'll they'll get rid of people. Yeah, that's what that's what the NWO didn't do. Is they didn't they were so big on for life, they never wanted to get rid of people. And especially if they were high-ranking people. Now, to be fair, the Bullet Club only seems to get rid of people who are leaving for WWE. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like they're purposely getting rid of their big names. But they're but playing I it think off it like works. It. It's, it's good. Yeah, and I think it works for their favor. I think it keeps them fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know what to expect. Being bloated. Yeah, you never know what to expect with them. It's not too weighty. 
the thing I like about uh, the Ring of Honor New Japan partnership too is, is it's not just Bullet Club. There's lots of large factions within these companies, and they feud together so wonderfully. Say 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 a lie, man! Come on, say it. Say a lie. Los Los Ingobernobles de Japón. <laughs> Los Ingobernobles. I love it. You did a really good job on that. Better than you. <laughs> That's because you told me you earlier you really... put me on the spot. I've been practicing. <laughs> Los Ingobernobles. Yeah, 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 you got love Los Ingobernobles. You know, um, they they do. They got such such good factions over there. They got, they got good storytelling for, for a company that, that puts so much focus on the in ring work. <clears throat> they got really good storytelling. <clears throat> I look at, uh, and I was talking to you earlier on the, um, war of the worlds that I watched when Naito came to the ring, he had his IWGP intercontinental title and just, and this was beautiful storytelling right here. He just threw it on the ground <clears throat> and he literally kicked it to the ring. And then when he got to the ring apron, he just kind of picked it up with two fingers and tossed it in the ring like it was nothing. And it's like, damn. Like, That's talk about heel heat. Yeah, right, for sure. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that one. That's the one I should have watched. But I'm really glad I watched the, the Toronto one because it was very entertaining. It was a good show. Well, you know, when you put whenever you know uh, ROH and, and and New Japan, they've been doing this. Is this their third year they've done the War of the Worlds, maybe fourth even. But they, you know, every time they do it, it's just they they really go all out there because they know they're going to get a good chunk of each of their audiences watching, and they know that they're going to get a, a small chunk of people who may not be that familiar with them. Right, because it's easier to get into both companies when they're showcasing everything all at once. Yeah, well, yeah, because just because you have more top level guys to do, I mean, you have you have X amount of top level guys from Ring of Honor, but then you also have X amount of top level guys from New Japan, and so almost the whole card is all top level guys in one shape, way, or form. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, and we'll stay on this topic, but speaking of War of the Worlds, New Japan Legend Hiroshi. Tanahashi has been ruled out for the rest of the tour. He uh, caught a bicep injury, and he will be sidelined until at least June 9th. The John Cena of New Japan Wrestling. Uh, A great athlete, amazing athlete. Uh, My favorite wrestler in New Japan is Kazuchika Okada. And those two... um, I... And I don't, I don't want people to take this the wrong way. They're like the Randy Orton, John Cena of New Japan Pro Wrestling. But in a good way. You loved every single Randy Orton, yeah. John Cena match. <laughs> I mean, they're the storied rivalry. They're the, mm. say, the Hulk Hogan uh, macho man the of, Rock of New Japan Cold. Pro Wrestling. The Rockstone Cold of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, that's a really good one. Kevin I mean, Owens, those Sammy two go back and, and I would probably not love Kazuchika as much as I do if it Shane weren't for a Stephanie lot of his McMahon. bouts with Tanahashi. You know? So, um, and and Hiroshi's been in the business for a long time. You'd like to hope he's got quite a few years left with him, but um, he's been in the business a long time. I, I hope he heals up soon. He is a big money maker for New Japan, so anytime he's out, that's going to hurt them in some way. But they got such a strong roster right now 
they'll they'll do fine. Yeah. They'll Tanahashi will not be competing in uh, his scheduled matches during the Best of the Super Junior 24 tournament. Which is which is currently on right now, actually. Yes, it is. Uh, Starting today. Yep. Um, the next 10. Did, um... God, I already read about one elimination. And I don't remember who it Sato- was. Satoshi Kojima is replacing uh, Tanahashi. Just for the record there. Good for Kojima. Yeah. That's good. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to finding uh, Best of the Super Juniors and watching some of them this year because that's, that's another good one, similar to the G1 Climax or uh, PWG's BOLA tournament where you just always see a who's who. And more often than not, the the last like the last four people or so are always going to end up being if they're not already huge stars are going to end up being huge stars in the future. I mean, it's a good way to take a pulse on the future of pro wrestling yeah. is by watching these shows: G One Climax, <laughs> PWG Bola, uh, Best of the Super Juniors, um, Ring of Honor's uh, uh, New Prospects Tournament. That's another good one. That definitely uh, keeps you up on 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 who's coming up and who's hot. All of those things. If you folks don't watch them at all right now, I recommend finding them because they are going to have the people you're going to see in WWE in like five, ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe some of them sooner. But you know, and then you can go back and say, "Hey, I watched them doing these matches years ago, and it was awesome, and I seen them then." You know. So go check them out. Yes, yes. And definitely, definitely check out both of these War of the Worlds that are, that have been released this, in this last week. They're they're worth watching. Actually, I would I would yeah. love to go through and kind of highlight our favorite from both if we can. I think we can do that. Maybe we do that on the uh on the on the special bonus features. Mm-hmm. Um which is a good reason for those of you out there listening to maybe uh donate a dollar or more to our Patreon account. Um, you don't have to have donate to... any more than a dollar to get access to all of our bonus material. And we're going to be you recording don't. bonus material I, I recommend after every show. Five, yeah, I recommend 500 or 600 But, you know, <laughs> just do a dollar. I'll be happy with that. For every $500 uh, you donate, Fat Mac will give a blowjob to you and your friends. Up to three friends. Uh, Let's be reasonable here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, you got to shave, okay? Come on. Um. Well, I will. I'll shave them. I'll shave them, and then you can just blow them. <laughs> <laughs> For every five dollars you blow a donate, blow <laughs> I'm Not even drunk on this one. <laughs> That's what we should start calling it. Just blownate. Will you blownate to our cause? We're basically just whores pimping ourselves out here. We really are. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know what? I, I before we we get off on on the topic of you should world. catch to to see the future stars. Um, go out and 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 look on the internet. Look in the the newspapers, the magazines. Turn on your radio stations and hear which local wrestling promotions are in your town. The ones that don't go away. The ones you can go to weekly or monthly and check out and go see them shows. Go out there, support your local wrestlers. Some of them are as, 
are as cheap as $5 or free. I've gotten to quite a few free wrestling events. You know, uh, go out there and buy buy a shirt from them or buy a program. You know, support them in some way or the other. Or just go there for free. Cheer them on. Give them the, your support. Get drunk. There's always have... beer. There's always beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> la- the, last, uh, the last major one I went to. Um, a man I like to call my friend, but he doesn't even know my name, Eric Cannon, uh, had had a drunk cat come up there and start trying to get in the ring. And I'll be damned if Eric Cannon wasn't the most diplomatic of fucking men. He sat there. He put his arm around him. He whispered a sweet nothing into his ear. I'm not sure what he said. Patted him on the back. Eric Cannon went into the ring. The guy tried to follow him in the ring. Eric, Eric just kind of stops him before he gets in there. Says something to him really nicely, you know, and, and and set the guy on his way. So, yeah, go get drunk. Heckle him, you know. Heckle him, but be safe. Don't touch the wrestlers, please. Don't throw stuff don't at the wrestlers the room, if it's hard. If please. you don't leave the ring, I'm going to put you in a figure four leg lock, <laughs> and I'm going to put the pressure on. Get the fuck out Probably of here. Said it. He's like, I'm going to bust you in the head with a PBR can, <laughs> you bitch. Uh, but do it. Go out there and be vocal. I, I see your son in the audience. He'll get shows. his too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't stand it when I go to these local wrestling shows and people are just like, you can hear crickets. And I'm like, these guys are out here putting their asses on the line for next to nothing, if not nothing. Some of them, it's costing them money to do this. Right. You know what? The least you could do is cheer. The least you could do is clap. The least you could do is boo. Right. And tell them how crappy they are. Be you know, loud. Be voiceless. Have fun. It sport. makes them have fun. It does. It does. <laughs> That's why they're there. You, I mean, you know it better than most as, as a performer, as, a, as an independent performer in, in one shape or form. You know, you do music when you're on the stage yeah. and it's and they're, you're getting nothing from them. It's hard to feed off that, isn't it? Yeah. You're up on stage. You're, you're, you're putting it all out there and then you got a, a crowd full of cows. Chewing cud and staring back at you. So, like you paid to come to this event, have some fucking fun. Yeah. So go out there, support your local shows. Please do it. Do it from do it for yourself because you're gonna enjoy yourself. You're gonna have fun. It saves you a hell of a lot more money than going to your your nearest uh, uh, WWE event. You're gonna get to meet all of the wrestlers. You're gonna get to shake their hands. You know. My Plus, son was I mean, excited that Eric Cannon came up behind feeling. him and put his arm around him. You get the amazing feeling of, like, if if the guy you met at the indie show makes it to WWE, you, you, you discovered him. You know what I mean? You found him before anybody who matters saw him, and you saw him for what he was, or you saw them for what they are. It, it's very important to support your indies. And, and yeah, go through your internet sources, your news outlets. Um, let, let Just a public disclaimer, uh, B-Sticks Podcast is the only professional wrestling podcast in the entire world, so don't bother looking for another professional wrestling podcast to listen that to. That is true. They don't exist. They don't exist. True. There is no other professional. This is it. This is all the news you guys get, uh, unless you go to YouTube. Then there's, there's a lot of people, but... <laughs> Yeah. But no, I mean, like, um, my son, would, I mean, we, my son and I were excited when we heard Arya Davari was going to be in the Cruiserweight Classic because we watched him at our yes. local venues. We watched and you him told do me about it. the magic and I got, carpet ride. I got We've to got vicariously feel that exhilaration through you guys when he, when he got brought into WWE. I'm like, yes. they know who he is. I'm so happy right now. I don't even know the guy. <laughs> but that's fucking awesome. Right? <laughs> 
but vicariously. Yeah. So it's <laughs> awesome. And, and it's going to happen. These people in these indies, not all of them, but some of them are going to get there and you'll have that special memory and that special bond, you know, and, uh, I just, I can't, I, we don't say it enough on this show. And I, I've, I've felt bad that recently we haven't promoted enough. I know my goal when we first started was like every, every episode to, to drop when a, a new local event in Minnesota was going to be happening. And we haven't done enough of that, but you know, just do it. Just go out there and do it. You'll, you will be thankful you did. And your wallet will be thankful that you went to your local indie show and not a WWE show. <laughs> Hey, the last one I went to, they even had free soda. All you had to buy was beer. The soda yeah. was free. Nice. You know? Just bring it's your like, own bottle. You in. can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. Can you get yeah, the free soda, not? mix up your drinks. <laughs> I always I always try to not not have a lot of beers on me when I go to them because I am one of the people that tries to be boisterous because I know they, they want to hear that. And then I don't want people thinking I'm just the drunk loud guy. Because there's always him also. But I don't want right. to be the other drunk loud guy. So I'm like, I just had two beers. Both the cans are here. Okay. I'm just loud because I love it. I'm passionate. I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I always got that in the back of my head. <laughs> well, I suppose um, since we're on the topic of indie wrestling, we can once again bring up uh, Primetime Wrestling's event coming up soon at the Bloomington Event Center. It's on yes. June 16th, Friday, June 16th. Doors are at 6.30. Shows are at 7 o'clock. Ken Anderson versus Mitch Paradise, the rematch. Be there, be square. In the square. Primetime Wrestling is very good. I've only been to one of their shows, but I do like Primetime Wrestling. A friend of mine I know has been to quite a few of their shows. And he uh, posts about it on Facebook, and I, I really want to go out to see a primetime wrestling show again because I really like them also. Yeah, go check it out. Uh, ten, 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 ten. Make it your goal this year to see ten independent shows, folks. That's my hey. goal to you on this, our tenth <laughs> episode. I, I want you to come back uh, uh, this time next year. And I want you to call in to us because by then our call-in line is going to be flooded with calls. We're going to have to turn some away. And I want you to call in to us and I want you to tell us about 10 of the shows that you went to and that you've seen. Yes. That's hey, your homework, folks. This is super awesome. and I think I'm going to go to this. It's really close to me. AWF Wrath of the Dragon, Saturday, May 20th. Pine City, Minnesota at the Pine City High School. And AD That's two AWF. Days from now. Yeah. It's exciting. So, yeah, all you Metro listeners, uh, Twin Cities listeners, be sure to check out AWF Wrath of the Dragon this Saturday if you're not going to watch the NXT pay-per-view at home. But get out and have fun because you can watch the NXT pay-per-view whenever. You don't got to feed... The big corporate machine, their ratings. Who do they got going to that one? Do they got Randy the Rainmaker Reigns making an appearance? Uh, let's see. We've got Jaden Roller, Nick Nelson, Tony Ducci, Patient Tony, X. Tony Danucci. He's he's the promoter and owner. Yeah. Patient X, Jacob Savage, 
Riker Mex and Big Sep. Uh, oh, Big Sep. He's an awesome heel. Uh, my niece, <laughs> the first event that I took her to, she said he had an amazing butt, and she got a picture of him, <laughs> him and his butt. Um, Patient X is awesome. I got a picture. Uh, uh, God, this is over a year ago. Um, and you know what? I mean, they're they're all talk about breaking kayfabe. You know, we know kayfabe doesn't exist. He was so awesome. My, my niece is a big Wait, heavy metal uh, I gotta take, not fan. I got to take this all back. Um, due to due to problems with the gymnasium, they've po- postponed the event until July. They just haven't updated their website on the matter. Oh, that's all right. That's but at least great. I caught maybe, that. Maybe I could make it. Maybe we could go together. July is a busy month for us. I know that, but. We'll see. Um, no, but uh, Patient X, yeah, he, uh, he, he. Uh, my niece was 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 timid, and she did, she was scared to ask for a picture with him, you know. And then she's like, "Can I take a picture?" You know. And she's a real heavy metal Slipknot. She she's a huge Slipknot. Uh, Corey uh, Corey, Corey Taylor, Taylor fan, and yep. Corey Taylor is a big pro wrestling fan also. So shout out to Corey Taylor. We need to get you on our show. Get an interview, buddy. My Taylor niece would love Iowa. me for. It. So so hit me up, man. Uh, but she's a huge fan of that, and I was like, dude, just wrap her up in your chains. And he just kind of looked at me for a second. I was like, put him around her throat, dude. Put him around her throat. <laughs> and so I got a picture of him with his chains wrapped around her throat like he's choking her out. <laughs> and she's just sitting there smiling all sweet. Like, she didn't play with it. I wanted her to be like, ah. But, <laughs> but it's like, cool, you get that. You get that from these events, you know? You don't get that in WWE. You'll get that when you go to their fan access events. But if you go to a WWE show, the wrestlers aren't going to be out there waiting to sign autographs and take pictures with you. They go in the back, they change, they get in their car, they leave. You know? You don't get that shit. Right, yeah. They're they're eager to, to mingle and to get their name out there and... When wrestlers are this hungry, they'll they'll do everything short of blowing you or giving you a handy. And some of them might give you a handy. Say the right and, thing. and I'll do it for them. You know, I'll do it for them. <laughs> That's your job at these shows. You pay, you buy a ticket, and you give out hand jobs so the wrestlers don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Pull, don't want to pull a bicep. Hey, man, we might we might start picking up some exclusive interviews if I start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jim Norton here, man. If y'all don't listen to Jim Norton, listen to Jim Norton. He's not ashamed to say that he likes himself a transsexual. He we'll likes start, a chick we'll with a We'll start a, a dick. service. We'll start a handjob service called Goober. Goober. <laughs> it's like Uber, but you get the Goober. Right? <laughs> oh, man. So what else we have, what have we got? We got anything today? It's nine fifteen. If we're doing our two hour, we got forty five minutes that that we have to that we have to keep it under. Yeah. So let's wow. uh, let's read from the the dictionary then, huh? A. Aaron. Ardvark. A. Ardvark. <laughs> A. Apple. <laughs> A. I'm pretty sure Apple does asphyxiation. not. I'm pretty sure Apple does not come right after Ardvark in the dictionary. You well, got where a does up... asphyxiation go? <laughs> after Apple, <laughs> I'll tell you what though. If you fucking bring in, uh, if you bring in Ardvark and Apple and autoerotic asphyxiation, you got a hell of a niche porn there, man. <laughs> That's a video I want to fucking watch. <laughs> 
I want to see what happens with this aardvark and this apple and his autoerotic asphyxiation. Is there a human involved or not? We don't know. You have to watch to find out. So is the aardvark choking himself with a belt and then starting the apple in his anus? Or is the aardvark well, choking thinking... himself with the apple and then jerking it? Yeah, see, I, I'm seeing I'm seeing an aardvark with an apple, almost like a gag ball in his mouth. <laughs> but I see him jerking it with his nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I was an aardvark, that's how I'd do it. Or that long ass tongue they got. There you go. You know, hey, I don't know. He could be tonguing his ass while he's jerking it with his nose. I would while choking on an apple. <laughs> I've never seen an aardvark <laughs> masturbate. I wonder what that looks like. I'm not sure. Uh, Google it. I'm it's sure it's there somewhere. <laughs> oh, it's somewhere. Oh, it's somewhere. Uh, How about that? Did you see that video that we posted on a Facebook uh, Beef Sticks page? Of course you did. Um, with the aardvark, that's AJ Styles. Sorry, what? <laughs> it's an AJ Styles aardvark. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. That was awesome. That was super That awesome. is awesome. He comes into the room. There's a kangaroo. There's a joey for some yep. reason. For you folks who don't know what I'm talking about, there's a joey. I'm assuming this is in Australia where animals just run in and out of your house free willy-nilly and shit. But uh, either that or it's fucking uh, San Francisco. It's one of the two places. There's a joey sitting behind a couch. And this, and you hear uh, AJ Styles' music start. You know, that, hey, hey. And then... Uh, and the aardvark comes around the corner, and he's crawling on all fours. But then he stands up, and he extends his arms like AJ, just as the part of the music comes when AJ Styles would hit his pose with the extended arms. It's, it's, and then the Joey runs away. Yep, it's so badass. <laughs> so badass. It's, it's awesome. I don't, I don't know what the fuck the aardvark was doing, man. In real life, but it works perfect with the AJ Styles. I, I, I do that think that's how they they like stand up to predators or stand up to other things to to display dominance. As, as an aardvark, that seems like a stupid move. Because isn't that their most like vulnerable like that? I would think. What's well, he gonna yeah. do? Is he gonna hit him with his tiny arms, or is he gonna run away on his two stubby fucking legs <laughs> while trying to stay upright awkwardly? It doesn't seem like a very good fight or flight stance to me. I'm sorry. I want to see an aardvark <laughs> run like that. That would be awesome. <laughs> and he needs <laughs> to have a fedora and a briefcase. <laughs> and the briefcase has to be uh, handcuffed to his hand, though. It has to be handcuffed <laughs> to him. Or it don't fucking work. It has to be handcuffed to him. Well, yeah, because he doesn't have an opposable no thumb. How else is that supposed to work? <laughs> Ugh, fucking aardvarks, man. We don't get enough ocelots. That's that's what bothers me. Where's the ocelot love? I don't know. What's up with you and ocelots? You've been all I love ocelots, ocelot. man. Babu. <laughs> it's all Archer's fault. Archer is the reason I love ocelots. I knew of ocelots before Archer, and I always thought they were cute. But ever since I met Babu through Archer, I love ocelots. Just because I, I want the kind of relationship Archer has with Babu, that's that's what I want with an ocelot. I want that. I want to be in the back of a police car getting pissed on and scratched by an ocelot. I want that kind of relationship. Well, go get one. You can't, 
You can't get that from a Jaguar or a Eguar, if you if you will. Eguar. 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 <laughs> That's the next Come half on. hour of our podcast, just us saying Eguar. Just call it a Puma. <laughs> that always bothers me, too. Is it a Puma or a Puma? I always call it a Puma, like the shoes. But well, lately, a lot of people Puma. call it... A lot of people nowadays, I think it's a recent thing that people started calling it Puma. I think it's a more British accent on it. Is this another Mandela you, effect? It's going to come out maybe. that it was Puma all along. It's a lot of people say Puma. Puma. It's because there's Look a stoner. Dip- it's because there's a stoner traveling through time, and he's like Puma, pubes, Puma. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> fucking fucking Biff just going through it. Biff. Biff got the DeLorean the whole time. He never gave it back. He, he made the movie and pretended that he gave it back, but in real life, he never gave the DeLorean back, and he's just going through time fucking with people. He's the reason Trump's president. No yep, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, it, it was part of his movie because he made the movie. Yeah, what if Back to the Future was actually all about Biff and not Marty? What if we were supposed to feel sorry for Biff all these times? I mean, he does get his car crashed and in shit like thousands of times. Right. And all he did was try to rape abroad. But to be fair, that was like in the 1960s when rape was like, eh. And that wasn't you even know, Biff. Wasn't big... That wasn't even Biff. Yeah, so you're was... holding Biff accountable for something his, like, grandfather did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, no, that but was the father. original Biff. That yeah. was Biff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Griff, okay. Griff is, the, is the one from the, I think Griff is the future one. Okay. But Biff is the old man that actually takes the, that actually takes the DeLorean. That is Biff. Okay. That's, that is yeah, the you're rapist. Right, you're right. The one, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. The rapist takes the DeLorean. The rapist is the carjacker. <laughs> God, how come he wasn't black in that movie? Because they were Did trying we to do good about... things for black people. They, you know, they, they made the black guy the mayor in a time where... I was just going to say, did we talk about that on this show, or was that just us talking, where we talked about how Back to the Future tries to screw black people over constantly? Uh, I think we were just talking. I don't think it was on the show. Yeah. Black, we'll get into Back that. Back to the Future. We'll get the into that. On... white supremacist movie in <laughs> hiding. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that if we ever get on... Uh, Fantastic Fables with a, a Back to the Future series. You know, I've never had this F-Town Brewing Company beer, but I really, man, this India Pale Ale that they have is actually really good. And I, I've, I've obviously had my share of pale ales, but I'm really enjoying this. I might have to go buy some more tomorrow. Fragrant hops balanced with a touch of caramel malt. Ooh. This aromatic IPA gives hop enthusiasts what they crave. Man, I like my hops, too. Mm. I like it. Mm. All right, so here's an updated uh, AWF, the Great American Summer Bash. I like how they snuck summer in there to to avoid being sued by the <laughs> WWE. <laughs> right? But the summer is written in SummerSlam lettering, so that's that's fun. <laughs> But uh, Ain't no doing. <laughs> just a quick run through here. AWF for the summer. June 10th, they'll be in Albertville. June 24th, they'll be in Elysian MN, where the Elysian Brewery is. 
Whoop, whoop, shout out. On my birthday, they'll be in Foley, Minnesota. That's really close to me, too. We should go to that. Ooh, maybe you and I should go. Yeah. July 22nd, they'll be in Rush City, which is also really close to me. July 27th, they'll be in Eagle Brook Church. July 29th in Wasika. August 12th in Kimball. And August 19th in Osakis. Sorry, Fat hey, Mac, I don't know, not um, coming by you. I don't know. Um, I don't know how it's going this year, but um, not last year. The, the year before, when I went to their Kimball show, it was an outdoor show and it was a free show. It was Ooh. pretty awesome. It was nice awesome. to have that kind of outdoor feel. You're out in the sun, Were drinking some grilling? beer. Um, girls in, in tiny shorts and and tight tops. And uh, and and just good wrestling, and it was a free show. You know, you can't beat that. I mean, it, it, yeah, you pay for gas, but shit. By the time you pay for gas, it's still cheaper than a WWE event, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember the last time we tried to go to Raw? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a debacle upon itself. Seven hundred some dollars, and then the tickets didn't go through. I was I was not happy. <laughs> I was not a happy pappy. <laughs> It would have been fun. No, we should go to the one on your birthday, man. I'll, I'll buy the tickets if we can. If, if you and I can both uh, clear our schedules for it, I'll buy your tickets. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pay all $5, clear, man. Clear my schedule for my birthday? My <laughs> What am I going to be doing on my birthday? <laughs> Dude, most adults work on their birthday, Loke. <laughs> Sorry to tell you that. <laughs> well, I'll see to it it's that I'm way, not. It's the way the world works. But no, yeah, Foley is once, super. Once you get past twenty five, dude, you don't get you don't get fucking shit for your birthday. All right, you don't get to fucking claim shit. Man, <laughs> yeah, no. If you're gonna come all the way to Foley to watch that, then you might as well come to my house and I'll find us a sober cab and we can get track. Oh, maybe AWF might be all like in, in a school with no beer. No, they'll have beer, but they are all ages shows, so I try not to cuss. Right. Um. I will say during those shows, I let my son say like "hell damn" and "ass." Like he he'll ask me every time beforehand. He's like, "Dad, can I say the little cuss words if I'm chanting at him?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes, you may. <laughs> <laughs> you can say the small cuss words. No fuck, no bitch, but kick his ass or what the hell or you damn this or whatever. It's like go for it. It's part of the experience, buddy. No holy shit, holy shit's like the most mainstream chant there is. No, nah, you don't. I, I don't want to do that in a room full of kids, dude. I don't want to do that in a room full of kids. I, I remember uh, my uh, one of one of my one of my good friends who's a listener to the show. I'm gonna give a shout out to to Oaf. Oaf, it's a uh, yeah. Well, uh, Brain Dead's close friend actually. Brain Dead and, uh, and I, Johnny Dallager. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> um, he, I think it was one of the first of the AWF shows he went to. I was talking to him, and he was like, "Dude, I don't, I don't know how to act around all the kids here." So he he didn't want to he didn't want to chant cuss words, you know, because he's polite like that. He's a wild, crazy bastard, but he, you know, he's got respect for the youngins. And uh, <laughs> so he would chant, "You don't wipe." You don't wipe. You don't wipe. <laughs> and he got like his whole section chanting that shit. It was hilarious. <laughs> Good stuff. Creative. That was creative. I never would have come up with that. 
Yeah, no, uh, I'm definitely going to make it a point to get out to more shows, mingle with the locals. You know, I'm a local myself, and maybe I could partnership with them and perform in their wrestling ring at one of their events. Right. Well, especially since you're up in the area, it's easier for you to hit up now, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, their wrestling school, the AWF wrestling school is, like, really fucking close to my house. You should Not go. Not that I'm going to go. Should I go be a wrestler? No, but you looking should just at, do the looking training. Looking at these guys, they'd probably kick my ass. I could go do the training. I'd love to do the training. Like, not even wrestle, but do the training, learn some of the ins and outs, and, and have a little more respect for the game. Yeah, but I, I think would, it'd be I, awesome. I would, if I went through the training and had the option to wrestle, I wouldn't say no. Well, that's if you had the option. That's one of those childhood dreams. I just don't dreams. see them giving you the option, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You never know. They might need a butterball. Hey, you can do one of their free shows. Why not? <laughs> I'll just. What I'll, do they I'll have? Jobber. To I'll be their jobber. I'll even pay them to let could, me. No, it'd be cool just to be a referee, man. We you, you'd have to do better than that Benson cat they have. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be cool to be a referee. Hell yeah. All right, 9.30 and all's well. We got a half hour. Do we want to discuss Backlash? Uh, we could discuss Backlash, yeah. I, 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 I don't care. Anything. Was there anything good on Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, it wasn't so bad. Um, Raw and SmackDown, like, like I said, man, I watched them both. I don't have um a lot to talk about. One thing that I, that I haven't got to bring up that I did want to bring up for the last couple weeks is uh, this whole... um. This this new group this this women's group on SmackDown. It's Tamina and Natalia and uh, who's the other one? Tamina, Natalia, Carmella, and Carmella. And um and and they kind of got together to to pick on Charlotte, which is fine. And now now they got another group, you know, of, of good girls on Charlotte's side. But they call themselves the Welcoming Committee, which by itself is a pretty shitty name. Yeah, they're like but the preppy then, girls in high school who, who are on, like... <laughs> well, which I don't mind. The beautiful people did that very well. Angelina Jolie, uh, not Angelina Jolie, Angelina Love, uh, Velvet Sky, and then you also had uh, Madison Rain, who was great in there, and um, Lacey Von Eric, who was horrible, but she was in it for a little bit. But the, the thing that bothers me the most is they call themselves the Welcoming Committee, which I know is a play on them, like, not welcoming Charlotte or, or being pissed at Charlotte. But Tamina came in at the same time as Charlotte. <laughs> right. So how the fuck is she on the, the Welcoming right. Committee and side? And Becky Lynch and Natalia Tamina. have been there forever, so why are they being greeted now? <laughs> yeah, they should have. they should have traded... Tamina for for one of the for one of the other faces, you know. Obviously not Becky Lynch. So what do you got? Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and who's the? Uh, uh, um, Naomi, right? Yep, I moan. So Naomi should have turned heel and went with and went with uh, Natalia and Tamina, and then they should have had or uh, no no uh, with Natalia and um. God, I'm losing people. There's too many women that don't <laughs> matter in, in there. But yeah, Come on. should have went with them. Carmella, yeah, yeah. Natalia, Carmella, and, and Naomi is what it should have been. And it should have been against uh, Charlotte and Becky. I, I think and the match. Tamina. I think I personally think the match should be all six women versus James Elwood. 
How about all six women? How about the matches? All six women confronting Stephanie and asking what happened to the women's revolution <laughs> and just giving her the entire three minutes that they were going to give to the match anyways. <laughs> So Stephanie explaining why there's six women thrown into a three-minute match, and that's considered a women's revolution. <laughs> How about we get that? That's right. what I want. We want answers. God damn it. Fucking corporate goons. Bastards, if you will. Bastards. Bastards. And God, God is the biggest Bitch of them all. Yes, I love that movie. I want to be on a South Park episode too. Sorry, was my mother sorry when she tried to stab me in the heart in the womb with a coat hanger? <laughs> I love that kid, the mole. Oh my gosh, he's one of my best favorite characters. He's only in the movie. That's all he's ever been in, but he's awesome. He's my kind of guy. I see they cut the cruiserweights out of the version of Backlash. Uh, We got Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke's first match on the main roster. They they couldn't have gave him a better guy than Dolph Ziggler if unless they gave him uh, uh, Sami Zayn again, Uh, because we know him and Sami Zayn. We know they can put on a fucking show. Yeah, uh, him and A Double put on an awesome show, also. But yeah, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura. It's not. It's it's not going to be as good as uh, Shinsuke uh, Zayn. I'm going to tell you that now. It's probably not going to be as good as Shinsuke A Double, just because it's a mid card match on a WWE pay per view, and it's just not going to happen. But I think it should be good. I hope they let Shinsuke go out there and sell himself in the ring because he is not selling himself on the mic. Yeah. 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 I, I'm hoping it'll be a good match. Um, you know, Nakamura's the, the face for the pay-per-view, so it should be, you know, should be good. Dolph Ziggler is, is, is good in the ring when he's with the right people, and I think him and Shinsuke will be a really good matchup. Um... That's about all I got to say about that. I don't got a whole lot to say about uh, Backlash. Cause I'm uh, still, we talked I'm about the chicks. Um, Usos and Brizongo. I like the, the Fashion Police segments they've been doing with Brizongo. Yeah, no, those are funny. It's uh, another they, thing where some people hate them and some people love them. I don't know that I necessarily love them, but I like them. I like the direction they're building them because pretty soon the New Day is going to be on SmackDown. And they're going to play off each other so well. It's going to be beautiful. I hope so. I hope mm-hmm. they let them. Um, I'm going to go a little bit off the, uh, this is not wrestling related. But now that we're talking about Brizongo and the fashion police, I literally just started seeing this today. So you got to help me, Pasty White. You always have your ear to the street and an eye to the sky. Uh, what the fuck is with this uh, 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 rompers for dudes thing? I am not 100% certain. I actually just started hearing about it probably right before we recorded the podcast. Okay, good. So I'm not the only one who just heard about it today. But if you type rompers into Google, it pops up with four guys. Um, Does it? Yeah. It's, it's um, shorts 
uh, overalls, overall shorts. Well, I know what rompers are, yeah. dude. I know what they are. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen pictures of them all over Facebook of these dudes in these rompers. I'm just like, I, I just want to know what the, uh, yeah, I want to know what what the deal is. Hey, why yeah. are the Why are these guys in rompers? And why? I'm on the case. Why did it get picked up? I'm on the case. According to CNN, I'm saying according according to CNN.com because I'm going to exactly read what is word for word in this blurb. But CNN, male romper, romp him, bro romper, romper, (laughs) public onesie, jumpsuit, variety short, or perhaps just a romper, blame it on romp him. Uh, the sartorial. Is the whole article us- just different names for these things? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to the seriously. <laughs> mm, romp him as a mildly obnoxious devil may care garment for young men with an abundance of money and or self confidence because it accentuates your genital region. It's like uh, it's like. <laughs> Show me your genitals, baby. Show me your genitals. Show me your genitals. genitals. Show me your genitals. Genitalia. Shouts yep. out to Jean Lejeau. Come on the show. <laughs> Lejeau, get on the show. Yo. Have you Come ever in been in a romper too, Loke? <laughs> yes. We'll all wear rompers. We'll all wear rompers. We, will, <laughs> we will video it. We will put it up on YouTube. Oh my God. Jean Lejeau, pasty white, fat Mac, romped out. Oh my god, you and I are going to wear rompers to the show on my birthday. That's my birthday wish. I'm down. <laughs> I'll, I'll accentuate my genitalia. <laughs> uh, and by accentuate, I mean I'll put like a sock down there to make it look like I have something. That's what I mean by accentuate. So, okay, this is why. This is why people are talking about it. This is the rage. Okay. In two days yes. since this bromper was put on Kickstarter, it has raised more than $136,000. Hot damn. In two oh, days. Here we go again. And that is, that is 13 times the goal they were shooting for of $10,000. That's why. Money, 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 money. I blame this on the fucking fidget spinner. People are putting some stupid shit out there, and it's getting funded, and it's getting picked up, and it's stupid. It's Is that exactly stupid. what it says on CNN? No. Fucking stupid? <laughs> no, that, that is my own personal <laughs> thing. <laughs> okay. I was, I was curious. Like, all of a sudden, just, just today was the first day. And as I was scrolling through Facebook, but, you know, I, I, I work a lot and I do other shit, so I'm not on Facebook every day a lot. But today I was scrolling through and there was, like, fucking rompers every fucking where, and I had no idea what it was. So thank you. Thank you for investigating that, Inspector Cluso White. Pasty White is always on the case. Um, okay, uh, Uso's Brazongo is good. Do we, do we want to give uh, 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 predictions? We haven't done that yet. Shinsuke's winning. Uh, yeah. I think, I think the uh, – I want to say the uh, – Flair Lynch and Naomi are going to win. I think the, the, the good – the faces are winning that, yeah. Flair Lynch and Naomi, I see them winning it. Owens wins. Uh, SmackDown tag titles. Brazongo Usos. I don't see Brazongo winning it. Febreze is not I walking away with the titles. I say I'm going to say they are. 
I would love them to because it'd be a great fashion accessory, but I'm going to say they're not. Um, the United the um United States of America champion, the face of America, Kevin Owens. Who did I get all that right? I think so. Versus the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Steelers. I I. I don't think Styles gets it right now. Owens just got it back, and I can't see it bouncing from Jericho to Owens to AJ. And they've literally just changed Owens' uh, gimmick to be the suit-wearing kind of guy. So I I think he stays the face of America. I I agree. And then we – all right. We got – We've got WWE champion Randy Orton versus insert Indian wrestler here. Um, For some reason, I don't think insert Indian wrestler here wins, so I'm going to say that Randy Orton wins it. I think, I don't know, man. After catching Jinder on SmackDown this week, he was like the most soft-spoken he's been since he's come back, and it's not, it it didn't work with me for him. And then he didn't have a very impressive match to boot. So, I'm with you. I think Randy Orton wins this one. Uh, Jinder Mahal needs to quickly reassess what he's doing and change it. Because I want good things for Jinder. I want good things for all the three-man band members. Because they fucking deserve it. How many fucking dues did they pay more than anybody else? Motherfucker. Well, I can see good things with the whole... uh, um... Jinder Singh Brothers uh, deal. I, I'm cool with this. I'm cool with this group, a stable if you want to call it, a group if you want to call it. But they've had, uh, is it five weeks? They've had four weeks at least to, to sell us on Jinder Mahal being a main event guy. And like you said, he had the one segment where he stole the belt and he drove away holding it out of the limousine sunroof. And it was like, damn, there might be something to this guy. Mm-hmm. And then the very next fucking episode, he's giving it back to Angle, being like, oh, sorry, Mr. Angle. Oh, here's the belt, Mr. Angle. Oh. He gave it to Shane. Or whoever the fuck down. he gave it to. He can give it to anybody he fucking wants. He shouldn't have gave it back. <laughs> no, it's not badass to return something. He should have kept it until Randy won it back at this pay-per-view. Yeah. And even then, losing would have hurt him less if that would have been the case. But So, yeah, I don't know. They haven't sold me on him. I, I like that they're giving people a shot. I like that they're giving Febreze a shot. I like that they're giving Jinder a shot. We don't know what these people can do unless they get a shot, even if we don't like it. When I first heard Jinder Mahal was getting the number one contender championship, I was like, fuck, I'm pissed. But then I was like, hey, let's see what he does with it. Let's see. You know, if nobody gave Daniel Bryan a chance, he never would have been the GOAT. Right. No, see, and and why I think Brizongo is going to take the tag team champions is because New Day is coming back, and that would be the best, like, possible tag team feud currently. But don't you think that New Day has to stay away from the the championship for a little bit after Mm. their long reign? They, They, I mean... They have Don't you think them already? having them having a feud with a, a, a flamboyant team like Febreze would probably be a really good buffer before they get back into the championship title picture? Yeah, but like I, something I still, that doesn't need a championship. Uh, I, I guess 
I just I want Brizongo to win, and so that's what I'm, I'm sticking with. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, I would. I've be, been with them I'd the be whole time. Perfectly happy with them. I've I been, love Tyler Breeze. Yeah. I'm still not sold on on Fandango. But they work well together. But they do. Their gimmicks work well together, and they mm-hmm. and they're working all right together. The two of them. They haven't shown any great tag teaming. Um, they haven't shown a lot of great team psychology or or teamwork. So I can't give them that. But as far as like the backstage stuff and the fact that their gimmicks go together, that works, and that and it can... goes a long way. It really does. At the end of the day, it goes it, yeah. a long way. Because hey, a lot of the it, a lot of the backstage the wrestlers are a lot more entertaining than just the straight up like they don't ever talk kind of people. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's, that's what I like to watch. The I only like. reason they have a title shot now is because of their gimmicks. I would I would surmise. Well, they're both talented as fuck. But no, that goes that goes no. relatively unnoticed. Tyler Breeze is, ty- is talented no, as fuck. Fandango is a really good wrestler himself. I, I wouldn't go that far. I'd say he's he almost on the level I, as Dolph Ziggler. I'll go as far as to say he hasn't shown us anything like that in WWE yet. Uh, I don't know. I feel like when he was in his solo dancer days, a lot of people didn't see past his entrance. Because, like, if you sit and pay attention to a Fandango match, it's pretty intense. It's pretty fast-paced. It's, it's I'll good. go back and watch a few of his NXT matches. Do I'll, it. I'll, and, I'll, and look I'll past the gimmick. Because I, I, well, I, I, yeah, I can look past the gimmick. That's yeah. fine. And, I mean, I haven't led you astray yet. I mean, I said Baron Corbin. Everybody's coming Dude, around to Baron you Corbin. You told me that chick with I said Adam was a chick. You fucking lying bastard. Well, that was just to fuck with you. <laughs> well, not letting me astray my ass. Well, you said you wanted to get laid regardless of the circumstance. So I gave you the circumstance. I the will uncircumcised say that hands gave for a good The uncircumcised job. circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh yeah. I, 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 you know what? I'll do that. I'll, I'll do that as homework for tonight because I failed on my other homework anyways of last week. Um I'll I'll do the homework of uh of watching a Fandango match and, and finding my favorite one. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll do something like that. Or maybe yeah. I won't. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Marty, while, while we're on the topic... Back. While we're Mama on the topic of... the Fandango match! <laughs> <laughs> while we're on the topic of Brizongo, and while we're leading into our after show on our Patreon... I have to say, Dalton Castle is needed in the WWE. He's needed on SmackDown. Oh, my gosh. And oh. let him have boys. They don't even have to be <laughs> the same boys he has now, but let him have boys. No, like you said just before, like let Kinder it be your Brizongo. Brothers. Could you and imagine like the Seth stable? had J&J, let him have the fucking boys. Could you imagine the stable of Dalton Castle and Brizongo, what they would accomplish? It would be like the fantastic nation of domination. You take you take Dalton Castle, you Febreze, and then you take two young unknowns that are right now in the uh, in developmental in NXT that that aren't even on NXT TV yet. Get two good-looking young guys and put them in as his quote-unquote boys, and then you got five people right there in that stable, and then you got to bring in a chick. Um, Alexa Bliss comes to mind right away um, as just somebody who can be like the 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 fashionable and bitchy and, and give them credibility 
But you could go a lot of ways with it. It doesn't have to be Alexa Bliss. It, it I don't think Ella, I, I think Emma would be a better fit because Alexa Bliss doesn't come off as like the ditzy, like brainless model type, like the rest of them kind of do. Not to say that Dalton yeah, Castle is brainless. It sounds like Emma's not coming back, so I don't think we're getting Emma. Um, it sounds like she's done with WWE. Okay, uh, she would work. What though. about bringing Aaliyah up from NXT? And giving that her gimmick. And then she won't fall in the same, like, Bailey gimmick. Yeah. Or what are those those two Australian chicks? I don't know their fucking names. Peyton Royce and da-da-da. Oh, uh, you just made me space off on their name. Uh, uh, Peyton Royce and... Um... <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah both of them could come up you're right yeah. both of them could they'd probably fit in there because they don't seem like they're very intelligent i mean they're they're calculated they're collected they're they're a good unit but you know i I feel like they'd fit in the stable like that but then you're getting into a really massively sized stable and, and those tend to fizzle out pretty quickly This is the show where we make awkward silence for you. I like awkward silence. It gives me a thumbs up. Yeah. Hmm. I, no, I'm, I'm, I, it's bugging me that I can't think of the, the other Australian broad. It's, it's really bothering me. And, Billy uh, K. For some reason, Boom. And Billy I'm, I'm going to put it on Billy blast K. here right now. Billy right K. here on Beef Sticks. <laughs> right here on Beef Sticks, I'm putting it on blast. Um, CenturyLink has always been a great cable provider for me. And a couple few weeks ago, they were fucking up Thursdays and Fridays. And I couldn't get shit. And now for some reason... This fucking week, they've fucked up again on Thursday, so I can't even use my computer to use my internet to find anything out. So I'm fucking in the dark, and it's bothering me, and I don't know why they choose to just screw up on Thursdays when I fucking need them. Right, they could do it on Friday when you're not recording live. It's (laughs) bothering me. (laughs) Yeah, well, Friday I still have to upload, so I I need it on Fridays also. Right. At least at some point. Every other day I can use LTE, but I damn it. Uh, yeah, Peyton Royce and, and um, Billy K. Billy K. Thank you. I said it like yeah. Those, those two both either, either one solo if they wanted to split them up or both of them would actually work in that stable. I agree with you. Let's see it. Let's see the fabulous stable. Yeah. The fabulous Moolah. Hello, U.S. Holla back, youngin'. Woo! That could be their their intro music. Pay Fabulous some money. He needs it anyways. He'll take 50 bucks at this point. Whatever happened to him? Nothing. Uh, Nothing. The dude couldn't even spell Fabulous right. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S, my ass. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S, yes. Diamonds on my wrist. And a fabulous. I love the fact that you know Carmela's song. That I do. Uh, that makes me happy. <laughs> that makes me very happy. 
I know Tyler my Breeze's son, song too. My son's not the only one who knows those songs. <laughs> <laughs> I learn wrestling songs. That's what I do. Music, music's a big thing to me. I latch on to music. Uh, well, obviously, <laughs> yeah. It's, that's who you are. Who I be. Ninja. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, Ninja, which makes me think of Juggalos, which makes me think, I was sitting here thinking the other day, we need to do uh, a thing similar to uh, Strangle Mania, you and I. Just find some some independent shows that nobody has any rights to and will never come to us for uh, for a lawsuit for using their shit. And, and we need to just record us doing the commentary in a very fun you and I talking way. You know what I mean? And just I, – I think that would be awesome. Put it in on our YouTube channel or some kind of exclusive for Patreon or something. But just you and I just being goofy and having fun the way we do normally um, – uh, over just some 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 wrestling show, not a WWE, not nothing big, not even a Ring of Honor or New Japan, just some small time shit, and just just heckling them, giving them crap. <laughs> Maybe we could partner you know? with a local with a local place, and they can let us do it. I don't think they'd want us saying the things we're probably going to say about. <laughs> but we could ask them, I guess. Right. Well, I mean, it would be publicity for them, regardless, and any publicity is good publicity. You would think because we because we definitely we put over certain wrestlers, but we just trash certain wrestlers too in, in the way that only you and I can. Well, you just let's find some really old footage that nobody could possibly own anymore. We could do that. Just find some old grappling. Grapplish. Oh, yes. Scruples. Scruples and grapples and scrapples and scruples and grouples, groupies, <laughs> all of the above. Schmeckles. Oh, what do we want to? We got five minutes left. What do we want to leave on, Loke? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to leave. I never want to leave. Well, we're going to stick around for the Patreon portion of the show. Yeah. I hope you all. Well, we got We got to tie. We got to tie this one up in a nice, neat little package. A nice little um, package. I still never thought about the thing I was trying to think about earlier, so I can't go off on that. <laughs> uh, I was hoping by now I would have, and I have not. Um. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Oh, we can leave them with the fact that uh, this week my mother was over here. Actually, just yesterday, my mother was over. She walked past my computer, and I have all of my like cloud style broadcasting images pop up on my desktop when I'm not using it as a screensaver. Yep. <clears throat> so she walks through the kitchen, and boom. Bubba in a bathtub drinking a beer. Now my mom thinks you're gay. <laughs> Why do you have a picture of Bubba in a tub on your computer? That's great. That's good stuff. That is awesome. 
So now your mother has seen me naked. How does that make you feel, Pasty? Yeah, it was only a matter of time. Come on now. That is that is true. <laughs> that is true. Yep, so my mother thinks we're gay now. But, you know, if we're not making no, people she's not think the we're first, gay, we're doing she won't wrong. be the last. Right. <laughs> We've been mistaken for a homosexual couple multiple times. It's pretty easy. We're both bears. And we have very, we very are. striking similarities. <laughs> we are definite bears, you and I. I tell you what, if I was gay, I'd pick you. <laughs> yeah, if I was gay, I'd be too good for you. Sorry, Loke. <laughs> you know, so how about this? I want to I, I want to throw out a stat that I caught recently that I, I don't think I've put on our Facebook page yet. Um, SummerSlam is coming up in a little bit, but it's coming up. Um, the almighty John Cena, he has a pretty uh, bad statistic rating as far as SummerSlam. So last year, 2016, Cena was beat by Styles at, at SummerSlam. Year before that, 2015, Seth Rollins beat Cena. 2014, Brock Lesnar sent John Cena to Suplex City without Cena getting nary an offense against him. That was a good match. He, he just owned Cena. Oh, beautiful match. <laughs> if you folks haven't seen it, go check Cena's out 2014 best match SummerSlam. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, and it, you know what? And it was a beautiful match. Yeah, no, Cena could as sell crazy that as shit. Um, 2013. So this is what four four years ago now. Daniel Bryan defeated John Cena. Who would think WWE would let Daniel Bryan in 2013 beat John Cena? But he did. Uh, the next two years, both 2012 and 2011, CM Punk defeated John Cena in both of those years. So, you Chicago fans, for Backlash, there you go. Punk beat the precious Cena two years in a row in WWE's quote-unquote second biggest show of the year, SummerSlam. 2009. Holy shit. Uh, Randy Orton beat John Cena. In their one millionth match, I believe it was. I'm going to go on record and say that. And their least memorable match. <laughs> At, right? And 2008, Dave Bautista, better known as um, the Guardians of the Galaxies. Drax uh, the Destroyer. Drax, Drax the Destroyer defeated John Cena in 2008. Otherwise known as I Am Not Groot. So, um, John Cena has not won a match at SummerSlam since 2007. A decade, folks, since John Cena has won a match at SummerSlam. You have to assume John Cena's going to be at SummerSlam this year. And I'll be damned if my money isn't going on him fucking winning. He's got he's got to win, doesn't he? Doesn't he, doesn't he deserve it? Here's my theory. And my theory is John Cena will not be at SummerSlam this year. And my theory is based on the fact that he has been taken off the opening video for SmackDown. And the rumor has it as Vince plans on doing a superstar shakeup after Mania and SummerSlam. So I have thoughts that Cena will not be coming back till right after SummerSlam and he'll be going to Raw. 
You really think they'll hold them off their second biggest show of the year, huh? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it'll be like maybe a big announcement they make at SummerSlam that he's coming back. but Or maybe he makes an appearance or something, huh? Yeah, but something to get but you like wrestles. prepared for the for the sh- next shakeup. And the next shakeup, I feel like yeah. he'll be going to Raw, where he'll probably win the Universal Championship, but that won't count towards his record because they're going to hold right. it off for as long as they can. You know what I mean? Right, right. <clears throat> Oh, that could be, you know, he could even he could even come in at SummerSlam and challenge somebody on Raw, and they might not even quote unquote put him in the shakeup. He'll just go to Raw the next time because you know how they are. If you're gone for like three weeks in a row, then it's like, oh, we can just put him wherever the fuck he wants because nobody remembers he existed. You right. know what I mean? Mm. Remember when? Uh, remember when they first did the fucking superstar shakeup, and then two weeks later, Jack Swagger was a quote unquote free agent, which doesn't make sense because who would sign somebody to a two week contract? But whatever. <laughs> so he was a free agent from Raw, and he joined SmackDown, and he was on that episode to say he was a free agent and he was going to make a name for himself, and he hasn't been on since. <laughs> what the fuck happened there? <laughs> Mm. Heath Slater got more fucking air time than Jack Swagger got. That right. tells you where it fucking puts Jack Swagger. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jack Swagger. Uh, you know what? Nah, I can't say I like. I like watching him in the ring. I'll say I don't that. like when he I'll talks. I don't like when he talks, but I do like watching him in the Especially like the last handful of years. Like He was one of my favorite uh, participants in the, the Royal Rumble. That's strange, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was just something like the last four years I've kind of been feeling like he deserves a little bit more appreciation than what he's got. And he should have been that, folks. (laughs) We are at our 10 o'clock hour, and we're going to leave you with Jack Swagger is the very best wrestler to ever be in the Royal Rumble. No, no, I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Did not say that. I'm twisting your words there, buddy. Just call me Fox News. Fox. (laughs) Fox Um, News. No, we are at our 10 o'clock hour. We need to wrap it up. Um, If you want to hear more, we're going to keep talking. Yes. And you can go to our Patreon account. Um, You want to give them the deets on that pasty white? Yes. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. Donate. If you would like some more beefy goodness, follow us onto our Patreon at patreon.com backslash cloud style, where you can get bonus footage from all your favorite cloud style podcasts. We'll be going for about another hour or so. Of course, it will not be up live unfortunately, but you'll be able to check it out later or tomorrow for the low, low donation of $1. It can be a one-time donation. It can be a monthly donation. You can donate 3 or $5. You can donate your entire paycheck. I wouldn't recommend it, but you could. But hey, it's better than giving it to the casinos, okay? Yeah. So just give it to us. But You'll for, walk for away us, a winner with us. This is by far better than, you know, putting advertising in our programming or <coughs> charging you guys just to listen to the podcast in general because, let's face it, you, you wouldn't. I wouldn't blame you. But if you like what you're hearing and you want a little bit extra, 
please follow us over. And if we get, and, and I'm coming up with an undisclosed number, but if we get a certain number of Patreon donatees, Fat Mac himself, for his fantastic Fable brand, will be putting out a short story for just our Patreon account users. They will indeed be fantastic fables that I myself have come up with, never before heard anywhere else. You will not be able to hear them in any other place, any other time, and I will give them directly to you. They'll be short little, uh, uh, short little tales that I will ravel and keep. Trust you me, people. So. You're going to be wandering into the unfiltered mind of the Fat Mac. Nobody knows what goes on inside there, and it's going to come out in a hurricane. It's going to be... It's a foggy, polluted space. It's going to be pornographic. I'm sure it's all going to be like erotic fan fiction, every every single fucking story. I'll I'll throw (laughs) some of that in there. You got to get a little bit of erotic fan fiction. (laughs) But I'll definitely. I mean, I'm 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 gonna give to you. But and if you are listeners, if you are listeners, come up with any cloud style erotic fan fiction. Please submit it to us, and we will post it. Likewise, that'll be interesting, won't it? (laughs) That'd definitely be interesting. (laughs) Um, That's how you know you made it. You don't know you made it until you have erotic fan fiction. Right? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> so with that, folks, we leave you. Yes. Until I've next week. I've been Fat Mac. I'm always Pasty White. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Same beef time, same beef channel. Cloud Broadcasting. We out. Brrrm.